sorry, boy. They hurt. Went through the crack. This ham. Our 12th edition of the Psychic Friends Network. You're watching TV Time. The only network playing lots of old stuff in nothing but black and white. Why it's fun for the whole family. TV Time. Remember, you're soaking in. This Friday on TV Time. Take the phone off the hook and the plastic off the couch. That's right, it's the Pleasantville Marathon. 24 hours chocked full of pure family values. Featuring the warm greeting. Honey, I'm home. Proper nutrition. Do you want some more cookies? And of course, safe sex. Why, it's a scrapbook of all your favorite Pleasantville memories. There's trouble at the barbershop. Fireman for a day. The big game. And who could forget, Bud gets a job. So join all your favorites, Mary Sue, Bud, George and Betty, and oh yes, Mr. Johnson at the soda shop. But wait, there's more. If you put your thinking caps on, you could win $1,000 in our Pleasantville Trivia Contest. Plus a free trip to the Pleasantville of your choice. Flashback to kinder, gentler times on the Pleasantville Marathon. This Friday only on TV Time. Welcome back to Duckin' the Usher, a podcast about movies with a couple of nerds and the occasional guest. Yeah, and we do have a guest today. Yes, we indeed. We have uh, Mr. Jason coming at you. This your third show with us? I think this is my second. Second? Yeah, we did um, Boondock Saints. Yeah, yeah that's right. Boondocks. That was the one that I did. I'm really hoping this isn't sounding muffled. I hope later. so, too. Yeah, it sounds okay to me. It sounds okay to you? It's probably yeah. my headphones then. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, how's everyone's week been? I know uh, everyone's staying busy. Yeah, it's been good. Could be yeah, okay, would lots, say. lots of stuff going on. You yeah, know I would say uh, lots of stuff going on. Yeah, that's a better way to say a whole it. hell of a lot. We're approaching Halloween. Mm. Uh, it's not exactly a Halloween style movie, but I guess one could use this as a costume idea. <laughs> I know I've seen it before. The black and white in color. Oh yeah, people that wearing the costumes super cool. like that. Yeah, would uh, be a great costume. You know what? To see. I have to talk about something real quick. I was listening to a previous episode. Uh, don't ask me why. I just happened to go to the, I think I was doing Instagram stuff. I made a duck up. <laughs> uh, I, I left some false information in uh, Waterworld pertaining to the Greek myths. I, I was equating uh, the Artemis and Poseidon thing to each other when it was actually Poseidon and, and Athena, oh. whom he had love for so i somewhere my wires got crossed about those specific myths uh as i was you know reading them into the story there so yeah any uh it's you know, an easy yeah, that's an easy <laughs> duck up to make i mean i suppose yeah the the greek myths are, are like oh what tangled webs we weave yeah. <laughs> so if anybody out there who's a 
has a penchant for Greek myths, and we're yelling at their speakers because like I made some. Wrong. This guy, this fucking guy, <laughs> Athena, not Artemis. Yeah, so. you were close. Oops. You were, yeah, yeah, you know, you I was on the right close. track. Yeah. All right, what's everybody spinning? We see any new movies? Any good horror flicks? Uh, any? What are you guys watching? Uh, I've been watching Doctor Who still. Yeah. I yeah I watched, um, the phenomenon, the the new uh, alien expose. Okay. The documentary. Not, not, one, not uh, the John Travolta right, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Same, Phenomena. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Which it's, is a, like an 80s movie. Oh, I sound much better with these new, right. the other headphones. We, we, need, nice. we need new headphones. Okay. I think these are finally uh, going. Yeah. But that was the movie that Nick was telling us about, that and the Bob Lazar uh, yeah, documentary. Yeah, I, I watched that film with Nick. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's that, it was... It was Speaking I mean, of like Bob Lazar and that crazy shit, did you anyone catch stuff. Joe Rogan's episode yesterday with Alex Jones back on there? Oh no way! He had Alex Jones on there, and everybody on Twitter is losing their collective minds because uh. they deplatformed uh, Spotify, deplatformed Alex Jones, and now he's back but on he a show. A and their biggest get with Joe Rogan, so it's like yeah. a huge like, <laughs> which one is it, guys? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was fun for me, and obviously it's spooky time, so I'm watching a fuckload of. Horror yeah. flicks. I, I, yeah. I do want to uh, do a little shout out. We got an Go email um, a couple episodes ago, and okay. I just can, totally forgot about it. The guy's name is Nick. He didn't really give me a last name. Okay. Um, but he pretty much wrote this really long email, and I want to thank him for doing it. And he recommended a t- uh, movie called The Beast of War the from Beast 88. Of War. Okay. Okay. Um, which we'll throw into the duck jar. We're probably not drawing anything from the duck jar tonight just because of some stuff that's going on. Well, um, I mean, I suppose we could. We'll just have to. We'll just wait. have to delay it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, but we're going to throw that in there. Beast of War is the beast from 1988. I mean, this guy wrote a whole paragraph, and I really thank him for, for taking the time to thank send you, us yeah. an email. That's and awesome. uh, so shout out to you, Nick. Thank you so much for uh, being one of our, our, our regular our quackers out there. Our like, quackheads. Our quackheads. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thought we'd toss that That's out. That's very awesome. cool. That's very cool. Um, I think I also started watching The Haunting of Bly Manor. Because Someone um, else was talking about this yeah, the other day, yeah. I'm a big fan of... All things uh, Mike Flanagan, so that was that was right up my alley too. Josh, what are you, what are you getting into other than Doctor Who? Man? Uh, Is that it? That's really about it. I uh, haven't really been watching too much stuff. Okay, well, working, working, working on my you, theater, doing all that yeah, stuff. That's right. so. Everyone's got projects. Moving. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. why don't you take us away? All right. Our movie today is from 1998. I think this is our second or third film from 1998. Yeah. We've done a few. I'm not going to read out movies that came out that time because we've done it before, but yeah. Saving Private Ryan was a big one for that year. Yeah. Um, 7.5 out of 10. Okay. On IMDb, 85% on Rotten Tomatoes. The reason this movie falls under our category is that the budget was $60 million and the box office only 49.8, which I find ridiculous. This is a, a great movie. It should have done a lot better. Yeah. But that is our movie for today, and we're yeah. going to dive into it. Um, let's see. I think our director is a Gary Ross. Yes. Uh, writer, producer, and director. Yeah. yeah. And he's got uh, way more writer credits than he does directing. And let me look that up here. Hmm. Let's see. He's got about 15. Uh, he was a writer also on, like, Ocean's 8, Figure, or Free, jo- or Free State of Jones, uh, The Hunger Games, uh, the Tale of Despero, Sea Biscuit, and Lassie, the 1994 film, as well as Dave and Mr. Baseball. Mr. Baseball. I yeah. like Dave. Dave's a great movie. Yeah, this was one of his as well. I think the only directing credits he has are for Pleasantville, Sea Biscuit, The Hunger Games, Free State of Jones, and Ocean's 8. And he's currently working on 
a remake of East of Eden and an untitled Cyrano de Bergerac project. <laughs> <laughs> there is uh, there is something that I just saw. No, there is some, Roxanne. <laughs> there is something I just saw that Cyrano de Bergerac uh, came out. It's about the guy who wrote Cyrano de Bergerac, and it's about oh, he's got to write this play in like one day, and that's how it, <laughs> Cyrano comes out. Which, if you don't know what Cyrano de Bergerac is, if you've ever seen the movie Roxanne with right. Steve, Martin, Steve Martin, that's pretty much a take on that. The big old nose. Wasn't it a play? Yeah, it's a, it's a play. It's a book. Cyrano it's yeah. it's yeah. a story. Um, we are recording outside. I don't know if we said that. Yeah. yeah. So you, might, you might hear my dog bark because we're doing Pleasantville. And you might hear sounds of our very Pleasantville as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Pleasantville of St. Cloud. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. This is Pleasantville. So okay. the, the intro of the film is pretty much the intro you heard to the intro of this podcast. Um, it's the channels are switching. Uh, it talks about TV time and the Pleasantville Marathon coming up, and you can win $1,000 if you take the quiz. Right. Um, and then it says, Once Upon a Time yeah. is what comes up. Mm -hmm. And it's it's pretty much the late 80s. It's about 1998. The, what was really cool, too, yeah. about that opening little montage, you got a lot of, like, 90s television uh Yeah, there's, like, a psychic things. at one point. There yeah. was... Yeah, there was a, a clip from The Honeymooners. Um, there was a, even, um, let's see, uh, the Preview Channel. Remember that? Oh yeah, the preview channel. Like yeah, where you could it was go, the TV, like TV, TV guide, guide the, the scroller. Yeah, they still have those on Bright House and stuff like that. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, uh, and then you see a bunch of like you know, fifty sitcoms like uh, I Love Lucy, Ozzy and Harriet, uh, the Psychic Friends Network. There was a uh, even when they go into the clip of uh, William H Macy and Joan Allen's characters. It's right after uh, a quick shot of the of the show I Married Joan. Oh, like, and her name is Joan, and then it shows them as a married couple. I didn't know if that was a direct nod to the actress or just an accident, but I was like, "Oh, her name's Joan." Hmm. Anyway, uh, do you know? Sorry to interrupt. Who, yeah. who did the voiceover in the beginning? Was that uh, is that ever mentioned, or uh, did you run across? I just literally was thinking about it. Yeah, I don't I, know. It, it, it kind of sounds like uh, Phil Hartman, but I think he was already gone by then. I oh. think there was supposed to be some narration from Don Knotts, uh, but he couldn't get back to do any other like ADR work or looping okay. or whatever. Right. So they had like a voice impersonator come in to, to do the narrating lines with that character. But I think that was cut from the film. Okay. And I don't know if this is the same guy doing that fifties announcer voice or not. Cause there were moments that I thought that it might be Don Knotts. It had like, there's yeah. an intonation or something in his voice and it sort of came Maybe across as it. like Don Knotts doing an announcer voice. Oh, okay. That, could be. be that could be I don't what, know. what I, I don't know. yeah but that's what I heard nice nice uh maybe somebody nice out there, there. Uh, also knows. in the end of the clip they mentioned uh, a contest yeah well, in real life there was a contest during the marketing campaign before the film's release there was a contest for a trip to Pleasantville Iowa which is the smallest of the Pleasantvilles in the U.S. Uh, of which there are 11, apparently, in Delaware, Indiana, Iowa, Maryland, New Jersey, New York, North Carolina, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, and Wisconsin. Uh, the winner of that contest actually remained anonymous and declined the trip and took the $10,000 reward instead. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what, what's Smart. really going on in Pleasantville, Ohio. <laughs> or Iowa. Yeah. Iowa, wherever. Yeah, just corn, just a lot of corn. Uh, and the safe sex thing, showing the two beds, I think is a direct homage to the Dick Van Dyke show because yeah. he and Mary Tyler Moore always slept in separate beds because the FCC rulings in the 50s. Right. Yeah, and there's a, a little play on that FCC shit later in the movie Later well. on, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, late 90s, we see Toby Maguire, who is uh, David, right? That's right. Uh, I'm not going to call him David throughout the thing because he becomes a different character later, so I'll be yeah. referring to him by a different name. I, I wrote down, like, Mary Sue, Jennifer, like, a bunch yeah. of times. I was like, no, I was I'm like, choosing one. Just gonna <laughs> yeah, pick, that's what yeah. I did. Yeah. 
So Tobey Maguire, he's sitting there, he's talking to himself, but it, he's like saying, it looks like he's talking to a girl, like expressing his like for her, right. when really he's like 50 yards away. So he's right. in the shadows, kind of rehearsing how he's he would talk to world, her. his own world, his own fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's fun because then it goes into some classrooms, like the different classrooms. It's like uh, statistics classes, stuff like that. And everything the teachers yeah. are talking about are very bleak and like you're never going to succeed. Life's yeah. going to uh, suck. Yeah, Death, jobs are yeah. job market. The job market's bad. Going yeah. down. I love the the last like little scene there, and she's like, "Now who can tell us about famine? Yeah, <laughs> who can tell us what famine is?" Smiling. Right? And you know what? This is all shit I heard in high school too. It's like yeah. fucking. You're gonna get HIV or your your yeah. chances of dying in an auto accident or such and such and they would show you that footage in school which scared the fuck out of you when you're yeah. a teenager seeing like actual car accident trauma mm -hmm. like why the fuck would you show me this like okay i get it there's tough maybe love, it's, tough yeah, love i suppose yeah <laughs> but it rings true mm. and, and then it shows toby back at the house and he's watching pleasantville like because he's going to qualify for the trivia right his mom is in the background anyway, she's, right? she's like arguing on the phone with her her ex-husband, I'm guessing. Yeah, or I, maybe, maybe she somebody. Was she's to arguing with somebody, um, yeah. but she's she's gonna be leaving the, uh, town. Do you know the opening theme to Pleasantville is from the Donna Reed show? Uh -uh. Oh no! Yeah, wow. Uh, the music is actually done by uh, Randy Newman in this. It is. Yeah, there, there's some there's some like subtle music in the background because they do a lot of soundtrack music as far as like 50s stuff. Even uh, Miles Davis plays, but he did Cars, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Na -na 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 -na. Right? No, but not that. Not, not, not that Newman. Randy Newman, like show people got new hands. Wait, Randy wait, Newman. I'm thinking, <laughs> like, I'm thinking of Gary Newman. You think Gary <laughs> Newman? No, 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 no Randy no, no, Newman. No. Like you got a friend in me, Randy Newman. Me, big fat husband walking <laughs> yeah. over. Uh, the mom's going out of town, and uh, we go back to the high school again, uh -huh. and we meet uh, Jennifer Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon, and she's kind of like the bad girl. In the 90s, well, smoking we, cigarettes. Did we mention that mom is Jane Kaczmarek from Malcolm in the Middle? It is, but we oh, only see her like twice. Yeah. yeah. In the, like, she's a very, very small role. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she, uh, we're, back, we're back at the, the end, school. Right? Yeah, we're back at the school, and the sister's like, you know, talking to the, the cool jock guy, like, hey, my right. parents are out of town. You gonna watch the concert on MTV? Oh, yeah, yeah, come on over. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Wait a minute, I wanna jump back real quick. Yeah, when, yeah. when he's watching that clip of. Uh, Pleasantville, you see, it's the only time you see the two on the in show kids before they take their places. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of interesting, or at least I thought. Uh, the in show bud is Kevin Connors, uh, who's also known for he was in Phantasm three and Prehysteria two. Never seen any of those. No, <laughs> this sounds like straight to DVD sci fi stuff. Phantasm is great; it's a great series. Okay, um, he was in one episode of Full House and one episode of the Harry and the Hendersons TV show. Oh, there was a Harry the Hinders yeah, television show. They ran yeah, for like yeah. two years. Yeah. Uh, what was Natalie, that? Like, was, was that like the same time as like dinosaurs or something? It was like, like ninety one like, to ninety three. Oh, yeah, God. maybe. Uh, Natalie Ramsey is the in show Mary Sue, uh, and she wasn't in a lot either. She was in the other sister, uh, Children of the Corn six six six. Cherry Falls, <laughs> Cruel Intentions 3. Oh. They made three of those? Yeah, nice. dude. God. I think that train just kept on rolling, buddy. Uh, and, and the she was incest also in, train. Uh, <laughs> she was also in one episode of USA High. Does anyone remember that show? No. This no. was I think it was on USA or, or some kind of like early like USA morning. High? Yeah. It was a, it was a, a kids sitcom uh, about three kids in a Parisian 
boarding school slash like college high school for like American students. Okay. Yeah, it was it was weird. I, I remember seeing it would always come on like right after a certain show that I would always watch, and I'd always like watch a few minutes of it and then click away. Gotcha. But I'd see I'd see so much of the intro that I was like, "Fuck this show, USA High." I know what that is. I don't want to watch this. Right on. And I saw this uh, in Homegirls list, and I was like, "That's crazy." Also, in that show, USA High. Uh, James Madio was in that. He was Don't Ask in Hook. Yeah. And uh, he was he was also on that show. Um, and then I looked up his, his list, just kind of a tangent. Uh, he was also in uh, Basketball Diaries with uh, Leo and Band of Brothers, and he appeared also in Phone Booth as a cop and uh, the film Jersey Boys. I remember him and Band of Brothers. I remember seeing him. Yeah, that's I've wild. That anyway, that's, I know it's unrelated to the movie, but I was like, whoa, James Madio. Anyway. Uh, uh, so Jennifer is expecting to have this guy come over f- to do a little, you know, sexy time while they watch the MTV concert. Oh, did we skip over the point where uh, they were back at school and that's when she talks to the to the boy? Yeah, that's what we were saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, I was talking about that right before Oh, I thought we in. were already back at the, the night when they were... No, not yet. Not okay, yet. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. So she's talking to the jock, invites her over, you know, to do some stuff. Uh-huh. And then also uh, David, Toby Maguire, he's being kind of trivia quizzed about with his friend with his friend yeah. about pleasantville so when they go back home they're kind of both preparing for their evening he's getting ready to marathon some pleasantville she's getting ready to marathon some penis and <laughs> they both come down i got and, a whole i got a whole gap of stuff i want to talk about just in that scene alone with, okay at the school oh at the school yeah oh go ahead then <laughs> sorry <laughs> Uh, Josh is excited. I know he is. I know he is. I'm excited for the first clip that I'm going to be playing. So that's what I'm like. <laughs> well, the, pushing, friend, pushing. the friend he's talking to at school is Giuseppe Andrews, uh, who is also in Independence Day, Detroit Rock City, and Cabin Fever. And he was also in Prehysteria 2 and The Other Sister with that other guy. I just oh, mentioned. nice. Yeah. Uh, Giuseppe can also be seen in the uh, music video for 1979 by the Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, right on. And his, <laughs> na- and his name is not actually Giuseppe Andrews. It's Joey Mercia Jr., <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so David has a super like innate knowledge of Pleasantville, and yeah, he's like, like a genius. Like, that's like me with Star Wars. He says he's right. been watching it for a year. He's been preparing for a year right. to do this. So he has these episodes memorized, memorized. Right. forward and backwards. And so Reese Witherspoon is standing uh, with her friends opposite, and they're sort of commenting on how much of a nerd or a dork that yeah. he is. The two friends that are with her are um, Marissa Ribisi, Giovanni Ribisi's sister, oh, right who was the lead in The Other Sister. Some a lot, a lot of connections, connections to the other sister, yeah. Uh, <coughs> she was also the redhead in um, Days That Confused. Okay, yeah, the, yeah. Big, the big hair. Uh, the other girl is Jenny Lewis, um, who did a bit of acting herself, but she ended up uh, forming the band Rilo Kylie uh, with some other friends of hers. But she was also in like movies like Troop Beverly Hills and The Wizard. And she even performed vocals on the track We Will Become Silhouettes uh, from the Postal Service. The Wizard, are you talking about like the... The, yeah, video the video game, game one? Movie? That's yeah. a great movie. And then Jenny, Fred Savage. Jenny Marissa and Tobey Maguire were all three in the movie Don's Plum in 1996. Right on. And one of the dudes that approached, uh, I think the guy that she's expecting to come over was the first silver Power Ranger. <laughs> Power Rangers in space. <laughs> so anyway, I had fun. A lot of like, 90s, a lot of 90s references. In like this. digging up all these little bits about, okay. They're back at the house. They're getting prepared for their uh, their evening right, that they're yes. trying to do. They both run downstairs and they grab the remote together. And they're like, "No, I'm going to watch this. No, I, no, it's my yeah. turn. Uh, you can watch your nerd shit later." Yeah, and this was when there was one TV on the, in the TV, house. right? And the TV is mirroring yeah. that fight, right? Not, not yet, not yet, okay. because they break the remote. 
and the remote breaks, and they're like, fuck. And she's like, well, can't you just push the buttons on the TV? He's like, it's a new TV. We can't oh, yeah, do that. Yeah, and then the so doorbell funny. rings, and this goes into my clip, and this is a okay. this is like a six-minute clip because it really sets up the tone of the film. So yeah. enjoy this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. David, stop stressing. You can just, like, turn it on normally. No, I can't. It's a new TV, Jen. It doesn't work without a remote. Oh, my God, he's here. TV repair? TV repair? Yeah, TV busted. Yeah? Well, here I am. Holy cow, look at that. Had a little disaster, didn't you, fella? Well, yeah, sort of. Well, we'll get you fixed up in no time. I know how I'd feel if mine went out. Almost like losing a friend. You know, we didn't call any TV repair. Well, that makes it a lucky day for both of us, doesn't it? Do you think you could, like, do this soon? It's almost 6.30. What's well, the hurry? Pleasantville Marathon starts at 6.30. Pleasantville? Gosh, I love that show. Watched it for years. That's not the reason. I've got a date at 6.30. Hey, who did Muffin take to the masquerade ball when her date came down with the measles? Her father. That's right. And how'd she dress him? As Prince Charming. Nice. Remember the one where Bud lost his cousin when he was supposed to be watching him? Yeah. What department store did they go to? McIntyre's. McGinty's? No, McIntyre's. Remember? For the very best in men's attire, head right down to McIntyre's. That's right. Listen, uh, why don't you take this remote instead? It's got a little more oomph in it. Oomph? Sure. Big, beautiful set like that. You want something that'll put you right in the show. Great, we'll take it. Thank you. Well, I better get going. Your show's almost on. And it's almost time for your date. <laughs> take care now. Track at India, just huh. driving around the block. Only new pens oil with tech. For program information, just. Honey, I'm home. Great. Let me see that. No way. Gee whiz, Mary Sue, why can't I borrow your transistor radio? 
promised Betty Jane she could use it over the Do weekend. Do you mind? This is only the most important moment of my whole life. Forget it, Jen. I've waited a year for this. God, David, just give it to me. Forget it! No way, bud. Get it, Mary Sue. Oh my God. What happened? I'm not sure. Hi, sport. Hi, Muffin. Better get a move on. You'll be late for school. What did you do? I don't know. Ah! Look at me. I'm pasty. Psst. Over here. Tony, it was your lucky day. I bet you thought I was just a fan or something. What happened? A miracle. Every time I thought I'd found someone, they'd turn out to disappoint me. They'd know all the early episodes, but they wouldn't know the later ones. They'd know all about Muffin, but they wouldn't know about Bud. What the hell is going on? Can't talk like that here. You're in, uh, well, you know. Bud, Mary Sue, breakfast is on the table. We're in Pleasantville? A dream come true, huh? Listen, this really isn't funny. I have a very important date in like five minutes. Oh, you don't have to worry about that anymore. Bitch. No! You have got to get us out of here. Why would I do that? Because we don't belong. Oh, sure you do. McIntyre's department store, their father dressed as Prince Charming. That was gorgeous, bud. My name is David. Oh, God. You know, this is a pretty strange way of showing your appreciation. Hey, we appreciate it. We really do. We just want to go home now. But you don't know how long I've been looking for someone like you. I'm very disappointed. In fact, I'm starting to get a little upset. No, don't get upset. Well, wouldn't you? You look for someone for years, you pour your heart into it. This is a privilege, you know. I don't think I better talk about this right now. Where are you going? I don't think we should discuss this until I'm a little more composed. Wait a minute. Maybe in a while when I'm not so emotional. Give you a week or two to change your attitude. Come back! <gasps> Come back! So yeah, they get sucked <laughs> into the television. <clears throat> I love Don Knotts. I uh, yeah, He's I was so thinking about uh, when my grandmother in introduced me to the incredible Mr. Limpet. That's a great movie. <laughs> oh yeah, that is a great movie. And his voice cracks me up. I get some like Jimmy Stewart vibes out of this too. Yeah. Like it'd be great if we had Jimmy Stewart in this. Mm -hmm. There, uh, this was the scene you were mentioning where their tug of war mimics the one on screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it also made me think of like other movies that use that that color into black and white kind of back and forth. Mm -hmm. uh, Wizard of Oz was a big one that, to do mm -hmm. that. That was the time. first one, yeah, yeah. To, to go into into full color. Uh, Schindler's List even kind of uses the, some of the techniques that are used in this. They like, do with that the with red. the yeah. The, it's the it's the little girl in the red, right? That, and there's like up. flames uh, and stuff. Well, the color red specifically, I think, was Spielberg's whole thing there. Uh, but there's a lot of other films too where characters like break the plane and they go into like either another like a tv realm right. or a movie last action hero mm -hmm. stay tuned a, yeah I, this really reminds me of stay tuned being sucked into yeah. the tv uh sherlock jr from buster keaton remember that one where he like falls asleep in a theater and pretends that he is is that is the yeah, detective yeah. that was like a, a, an example of it and this little scene also kind of is like a direct like little tribute to the purple rose of cairo where a man played by Jeff Daniels, who's also in this movie, 
enters a real world from within uh, a film uh, from a Woody Allen movie in 1985. Mm. I've never yeah. seen that one. I like Woody Allen. I, I haven't either. Uh, and then Don Knotts is, appears on in front of that sort of 1950s test pattern. Yeah, the Indian test pattern. Indian and stuff. Uh, and later throughout the movie, you see that the Indian Indians, moves. No, he doesn't move, but his ex- expression changes. I thought I thought he starts to rotate down. Well, the, a little bit. The first one, the first one, he's expressionless. The second one, he looks angry. Yeah, right? he's matching. And then Don he's Knox, sad and at then the he's end. Sad at the end. Yeah, yeah. So the, they're stuck in Pleasantville, um, and so you know now we're gonna start calling them Bud and Mary Sue. Does this mean they also time traveled? What are the rules of this universe? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> where, where are they in a little pocket it's, universe? They're in a they're in a different universe. Yeah, they're in the yeah, television. It's another universe. dream of it's like if Don Knotts is God, it's a, the yeah. a dream of God, right? Right. So that's kind of like there's allusions to that all through. There sure is, yeah. Right, like even in the clip that you play, like the first thing that Toby McGuire is saying is like, "Oh my god, oh my <laughs> god!" god. Yeah, and then he shows then, up. Yeah, and she says, "Oh, he's here!" And opens the door, and it's Don Knotts, and he's God, right? <laughs> oh, okay. Because I remember thinking, like, "All right, what's this dude's story? Why is he Johnny on the spot?" Right. You know? And right. so maybe so he has the uh, all powerful. Yeah, and his and his van is. I don't know whose dog's barking. And his fan, there's always a dog barking somewhere around here. Um, it's like TV time, and it's got the the classic. It's it's the family, the '50s right. family, looking at the TV, and it's the same. It's the same family they use for the Pleasantville um, posters. Okay. On the TV, it's like Pleasantville, and it shows like the cartoonish oh, yeah, outlines. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, the, cool. it's the family. Right, right on. Um, so they're stuck there. Bud's the like atomic yeah. family. Bud's <laughs> like, oh my god, we're stuck here. He kind of hides the remote, and he's like, we have to just play along for right now, like, you know. Yeah. And Mary Sue is just losing her goddamn mind. Yeah. So it's time for breakfast. Yeah. Uh, William H. Macy plays the father, which yeah. is amazing. He is great. Uh, the mother is... Uh, Joan Allen. Joan Allen. So they go in for breakfast. Mary Sue, eat your breakfast. And it is just... Oh, my God. It's the made me hungry. insane amount of breakfast There's like... There's like sixty sausages, uh, like fifty Piles pancakes of for pancakes. Of it's like the it's like a lumberjack's meal, right? Yeah, it's like Pippi Longstocking meal. Yeah. Like, and, she, and she loads. She's like, "Oh, I'm not hungry. Oh, don't be foolish. You need <laughs> to eat." It, Bud doesn't eat. No, they force they, her to. They eat. force her to eat, yeah. and then they cover the whole plate in syrup. Mm. <laughs> it made me ham, hungry too. Ham steak. Oh, don't forget a ham steak. It's kind of like when you see those old breakfast cereal commercials where they they'd be like. Show you this whole ass spread, and I remember thinking to myself, "I've never had a breakfast that big." Yeah, it's, it's right. like it's so out of a glass it's like of milk, an orange juice, some toast. It's like a fifties magazine. Like, look yeah. at this luxurious Thanksgiving meal. Look what you can do with these appliances. Blah blah blah. Yeah, they go outside because they have to go to school. Right, and they a fire truck is coming. They're like, "What the heck?" <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, there must be a fire." And of course, they just go and save a cat. That's all it's, they do. It's a very coordinated rescue of yeah, a cat. Yeah, a very yeah. coordinated. And they, they do a little callback <laughs> to that later on. Several of the houses seen uh, in the, whenever they're walking up and down the streets were used in other famous 1960s shows, actually. So it's an old back lot uh, on this, where a lot of shows were filmed, like mm-hmm. Gidget, Hazel. Uh, you can even see the Roger Murtaugh house from Lethal Weapon. Right oh, down the road, the, oh, right nice. across the street from their the, house, the two-story one. Yeah, you see it a couple times, and there's also the the houses used in Bewitched and the Partridge Family. Oh wow! Oh yeah. dang! And the milkman that walks up is the Emmy award-winning hairstylist John McCormick. <laughs> 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 Did he work nice. on the movie? Uh, no, well, he acted in it. Is that a lawnmower? We're in I Pleasantville, yo. We're in Pleasantville. Everyone's doing yard work. Yeah. Uh, and David has to convince Jen to play along. Uh, the fireman rescue a cat, and then Mary Sue is like lamenting 
her loss of the real world and her teenage ambitions when a very young, very alive Paul Walker arrives and he's driving. Very young and very alive. And he's driving a car. <laughs> he's driving. And yeah. he's driving a car. Yeah, he, and, he's really young in this. He's super yeah. thin. It took me a minute. So I was like, who the fuck is that? And Jay's like, it's Paul Walker. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, it's, it is. Not, yeah. it's not his debut role technically, but it is the first time that he was like, in a major major feature. film like yeah. major yeah. major character and i believe that melissa joan hart turned down the role of uh, uh jennifer mary sue yeah that would yeah. have been awkward to see yeah what so is that? it's someone's doing some hedge work it's really nice out so i thought we could go outside <laughs> right. everybody else thinks it's nice out backfire so if you're listening to this it's like you're on the back porch with us that was right. the main concept of this podcast to begin with all right, um all right. paul walker is skip martin he's a uh, head of the football team you know captain of the basketball team he just your standard 1950s, like, all-American athlete. Letterman jacket right. yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, and then we go into the classroom uh, where they're teaching geography of Main Street versus Elm Street because that's the whole town. Right. Right. And it's like, so what happens? Like, what's different from Main Street and different from Elm Street? Right. One goes across, one goes up. And then, of course, Mary Sue goes, well, what's outside of Pleasantville? And right. Like, no one knows. Uh, like, no one uh, to ask that. Like, the whole class, the whole like, classroom like, reacts, turn and right? Look at her. Yeah. Like in Inception, when the dream like realizes that you're there, and it's like, oh, something is not right. Here. Yeah. Uh, like, well, she goes, "What happened? What's at the end of Main Street?" And she's like, "Silly, the beginning of Main Street. Yeah. Just you know, it's a big circle." <laughs> all the of uh, Mary Sue's friends in this all have that like two name situation. Yeah, it's like Betty, Betty Lee. I think about Peggy it, like, Sue. my grandmother's names were Norma Jean and Sandra Kay. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, Bud is at the basketball practice, and he realizes everyone's making the shots perfectly. So he's kind of testing this theory. Right. Like, shoots it from behind his back. He makes the shot. He even kicks the ball. It ricochets off a couple yeah. walls, makes the hoop, yeah. and he's like, huh. Yeah, it turns around in the entire yeah, basketball That made me team think of, remember shoots. the old uh, McDonald's commercials with Michael Jordan and Larry Bird? Oh, he's like, I'll yeah. shoot you for your McDonald's. And, and it turns into a whole contest. They're standing in the bleachers, like, off the backboard, yep. off the, the I-beam, nothing but net. And then they're, like, on top of the Willis Tower, like, over the freeway, across <laughs> the river, into the something, nothing but net. And that's what I was thinking. And of. it was old school, so no video editing at all. They were like, no, they were really doing legit. that. What? No, because uh, it's the 50s. <laughs> yeah. oh, you almost sold me on that one. Sorry, sorry. Uh, but... <laughs> Uh, Bud, uh, Skip comes over and talks to Bud. Yeah. And he's like, hey, you know, do you mind if I ask out Mary Sue? And he's like, oh, I know this episode. Yeah. Kind of like a back to the future type of thing, right. like a rerun, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, you're going to do this, 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 and this. And he's like, wait, <laughs> what? And he goes, yeah, I don't think you should do that. And and Skip's face gets like really, because Bud's messing with a natural order of things. Right. And, yeah. And he misses the shot once he does it. He's like. <laughs> and it frightens everyone. It frightens everyone. Like, they don't even touch the ball. Yeah, don't no, the, the coach is up. like, back don't, away back from away. it. Don't, don't touch it. it. <laughs> don't touch it. Yeah. Um, Bud goes to work. And this is where we get to meet um, Jeff Daniels. Daniels right? As Bill Johnson. And yeah. he kind of, he runs the soda shop. Yeah. So um, yeah, Bud's a little mm -hmm. late, and you could see that uh, because he inadvertently messed with the natural order and the routine. It's starting to trickle. That he's yeah. that he's like just polishing that one spot because he didn't know how to conduct himself without that. Yeah, art. Bill's like you know normally I wipe the counter while you do this and this, but you weren't here, so I just kept wiping the counter, and the counter is like almost raw from him wiping. Yeah, he's rubbing it. off of the, uh, the like the varnish, yeah, yeah. just mindlessly. <clears throat> so then I guess it shows like a little passage of time and now it's like on the night and the kids are all in the in the malt shop and Skip and Mary Sue uh, come to the diner and Skip is a giant dweeb 
And apparently holding hands is his first base. Yeah, he's like, you know, kids are holding hands these days. I don't, he's like, I was just thinking you could be my pen girl, Stop like wear presses. my pen. Right. And, of course, Mary Sue's like, what? You know what? Let's get out of here. And Bud's like, oh, shit, no, and, like, tries to chase after him because they're going to Lover's Lane. Well, before, before she, yeah. like, decides to do that, she goes into the bathroom. And oh, she goes into the stall. And, and there's, there's no, no toilet. toilet. Yeah. And that's because toilets and sounds of flushing weren't allowed. Uh, uh, as an FCC ruling in shows in the 1950s. And they never really showed bathrooms in the 1950s. Yeah, it's true. So it's like, right. I think the first yeah, time, filmed it. I think the first time you see a toilet, like in like a movie, was uh, Psycho. Oh, wow. Oh, like, the bathroom? show the flushing toilet, yeah. and the camera zooms in on the swirl. I think that was the first time. That was that then was like, a, a huge faux pas. It's and pretty Not wild. to mention, like, killing off your star actress, like, within the first act of the movie. Yeah. Mary, I think it's, yeah. Sorry, okay. I was gonna say. I think mm-hmm. it's interesting that um, Bud, for all of everything that he does to try to prevent and control Pleasantville from staying Pleasantville, he's the one that keeps flapping his wings and making things. Yeah, go yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. He's the butterfly effect of <laughs> yeah. the whole thing. Well, I mean, she certainly is. Well, what she does next shaking is shaking stuff up too. Yeah, yeah. Mary Sue pretty much has sex with Skip down at Lovers Lane. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's even like, I don't, I think I'm sick. He's like, no, that's he, supposed to do that. Because he, he got a boner for the first time. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, what? <laughs> I don't feel, I don't feel so good. Uh, you know what? It's funny that her name is Mary Sue because Mary Sue is a term used to describe a character that just easily takes to their new abilities or magically knows how to solve all the hurdles thrown their yeah, way. Yeah. Look at you, Mary Sue type of thing. Uh, sort of. It's used, it was used as a, like a term in fan fiction. Um, like a popular, like a lot of people like level accusations at like Ray and Star Wars for being a Mary Sue because she immediately took to her new abilities. Mm. She just magically knew how to, right? You know, do things. Uh, Captain Marvel has been called a Mary Sue a lot, and mm. it's typically a derogatory term used in fan fiction, which comes from a 1974 Star Trek fanfic. Uh, and those that use the term say say it to suggest that the author has created an idealized version of themselves. And inserted it into the story for the purpose of uh, wish fulfillment. Mm. So, like, boom! This this character I put in here is gonna do things right all the way through, no problems, no adversity. And that's kind of what she's doing. She immediately has like answers to people's problems and awakens them. Yeah, like I got some she, clips of she that. She starts stuff. the first hints of color. Yeah. Well, immediately after that scene with Skip is the very first hint of color, which is a rose. It's yeah, red, we're getting there. And it's covered in <laughs> dew. Having a dew, it's very moist. It's very moist. Some moist rosebuds. Moist so Mary flower. Sue has sex with Skip, and and Bud just does not go back to his I didn't job. Pick that up. Yeah, Bud doesn't go back to his job, so he goes home, and then Bill shows up, and he's like, "You, I didn't know where you went, and all this stuff, but I, I closed up the shop myself." Yeah, he's like, "I, he's like, I, it was I wild. for the first time, he's like, it was wild. I, I did it all by myself." Type. He's like, "Oh, that's great, Bill," and Bill sees the mom. And kind of it's like, oh, hi. Whoa. Type oh, yeah. of thing. Like, hey, baby. Right. He's now, like, come to Butthead. Uh, Skip drops <laughs> off Mary Sue, and you can, he's just like pale, ghost white, cloud Is nine. He's still thinking about touching his first boob. Yeah, he's yeah. just all excited. And I have a little clip, and the music, you're going to hear a little bit of music. Um, while he's driving away, he looks at a rose bush and sees one red rose, like the yeah. first color we see. And here's a little Was clip. Was it really like covered in dew? Yeah, did I miss yes. that? Yeah, it was. That's, it was like that's. I no, in fact, I later on up. they 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 show a rose again, and it's got water on it as well. All right. Yeah. Here's a little clip.
Hi, it looks like it's going to be another beautiful sunny day. High 72, low 72, not a cloud in the sky. Right. It's 8 o'clock in the morning. Are you watching television? Jennifer, I warned you. So what's the big deal? Oh, okay. They're not good at basketball anymore. My God, what a tragedy. You don't understand. You're messing with their whole goddamn universe. Maybe it needs to be messed with, David. Did that ever occur to you? Hey, MS, how you doing? Cool, PJ. How are you doing? Cool. <laughs> cool. Cool. Cool, cool. What are you doing to these people? You can't do this to them. If I don't do it, who will? No, but they're happy like this. No. David, nobody is happy in a poodle skirt and a sweater set. You really like this, don't you? No, it's not like you think it's funny or dorky or anything. You, like, really like it. No, you have it all wrong. Thank God, I am personally mortified to be your sister right now. You have no right to do this to them. David, listen to me for just a minute. These people don't want to be geeks. They want to be attractive. They have a lot of potential. They just don't know any better. Well, they don't have that kind of potential. Oh, yeah? Look at that. Wow, what happened to your gum? I gotta go. I'm gonna meet Skip at the flagpole. So, during that scene when <clears throat> some of that music was playing, I wanted to play some of the music because that's the Randy Newman score right, yeah. for mm -hmm. that. Good stuff. Uh, Bud is going into the basketball to do, you know, practice, and he sees Skip telling all the basketball players about what happened to him. Presumably about boobies. Yeah, about yeah. boobies. You know, <laughs> and they all about the birds, shots. and they all miss the shots, and the they're like, "What the hell?" So he goes and talks to her. Then, Gotta tell you, I miss my shots when I'm thinking about boobs too. I think we all do. All the shots. It's the distraction. Damn it! You know, before that scene started, there was a quick uh, clip of a paper boy. <laughs> uh, the paper boy is actually a former BMX world champion, Jason Maves. Uh, oh, he, dang. He appeared in a couple movies, too. Uh, he was in Stepmom and The Mod Squad. Oh, The nice. remake in 99 with, uh, I think it was Claire Danes. Yeah, I feel bad for yeah. that for that newspaper boy. He he gets a he sees he a, lot a lot of stuff. Of he, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he stays on the bike though. So uh, Mary Sue and Jennifer, she's shaking up the vernacular with her friends, giving them nicknames, mm -hmm. and uh, David, of course, is pushing back against it because he wants to maintain that that routine. Uh, but then the scene jumps to a it, cut of Bebopalula by yeah. Gene Vincent. And it kind of goes into like a little bit of a mashup of people having sex at Lover's Lane. Uh -huh. Colors are starting to pop up everywhere. This wasn't like the pink bubblegum was yeah. one of the first. The first, like, yeah, the second time we the see second color. The second time we see color, right? Is that, 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 bubble that bubblicious hey, bubblegum. Hey, bubblegum? Yeah. Hey, well, at least we know it wasn't, uh, what's that hard-ass bubblegum? Yeah, gum? the girl has the pink tongue, right? And her doctor is like... Yeah, the doctor's like, oh, stay away from fatty foods and, and stuff yes. like that. It'll be fine. It'll be <laughs> stay away from chocolate and fatty yeah. foods. <laughs> Yeah. You got ghosts in your blood. Yeah. <laughs> you should do cocaine about it. <laughs> uh, Bud, Bud's back at work, and he's right. talking to Bill, and Bill's like, you know, I was thinking about this. He goes, every year I look forward 
to painting the mural and the Christmas mural in the front of my window. Right. He's having an existential yeah, crisis. Yeah, he's, he's like, yeah. every year, he's like, exactly. and he's showing him pictures, and it's all black and white. He's like, these are great. These yeah. are awesome. He's like, yeah, I know, but it's weird. Why do I wait? Every year, yeah, to paint a Christmas mural, like it's yeah. just, it's just be, he has that line. It's like it's an awfully long time to wait for one thing or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And you see, all the kids are kind of cutting loose too. Uh, the jukebox is now brightly lit and colored. We're yeah. getting more greasers in that. Yeah. People the wearing leather come, jackets. Yeah, they're all discovering up, their up, yeah. personal individualism. It's the right. birth of rock and roll and their tastes. You know? Uh, the, right. you know, the jukebox is the same model that was happy used days. in Happy Days. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. right. Check mm -hmm. you out. Um, the mayor. Walks in, we finally get to meet the mayor, and he's in a barber, in the barber shop. Yeah. yeah, there's people in a barber shop sitting down, and then you know they're talking about all this stuff going on in town. And the mayor walks in, he's like, "Oh, Mr. Mayor, uh, here, have a seat." He's like, "Oh no, Bill, I couldn't take your seat. Sits right, sits down. right down." I'm just like, "Oh, I, I just couldn't do that to you because that's the the, the pleasantries are." Yeah, pun intended. And then the mom is playing bridge with her friends, and they're all, you know, all the housewives are talking about colors and stuff like that. Yeah, and she's just chit chatting. And when she grabs her cards, she sees that all the colors of the playing cards of the red comes the through, yeah. and she kind of shuts it down, like, "Oh my god, oh my god." You think red is what she sees first because her awakening is born out of her sort of desire for carnal needs? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Because because the next scene after this is pretty much a very. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's used pretty consistently. Yeah. Throughout the film in different ways to to reflect that. I I thought I think that was one of the things. I, now about. that you mentioned about the rose thing, I think that's on the nose. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't think about that too yeah. much. Ooh, yeah. a red rose. Yeah, her all cards. Right. I'm not sure if they're all hearts, but there are a lot of hearts in her hand. Yeah, like the oh, queens true. and the yeah. kings. Yeah, yeah, right in the very beginning, like when she's okay. looking, like. So it's huh. definitely, and it's thinking about uh, Bill, right? They bring up Bill in the soda shop, and she's thinking about him. Yeah, right. Him because it happens. I was wondering if there was supposed to be some backstory for the two of them. Yeah, like, I, th I have think they met. Previously? Maybe they went to school or something yeah. together. We yeah. don't really get that or maybe much. Maybe it's just the first time each of them see somebody else, someone different than. That Oh, you know, it's Pleasantville. There. There's two streets. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, because yeah. I, I think she even says, "Oh, hi, Bill." At one point, when they first meet again, yeah, right. I felt like yeah, they knew one another. The the mom's name is Betty, so I'm gonna refer to her as Betty. Betty, um, Betty yeah. starts talking to Mary Sue. And she's like, "So what goes down on Lovers Lane yeah. and stuff like that?" So pretty much, Mary Sue gives Betty the sex talk and. Yeah. Oh, your dad wouldn't do that. Your dad wouldn't do that. She's like, well, sometimes you don't need dad to do this stuff. Boom. Yeah. So they're going to bed. They have the two separate the separate beds. I don't understand. They have like lamps above the sep the beds. Yeah. I'm like, man, I would knock myself out if I had a lamp hanging over my bed like I wish that. I had a reading lamp. Yeah. It's interesting, but it's like not even like six inches from the guy's head when he lays down, like <laughs> slam. Uh, they're getting ready for bed. She's like, oh, I'm gonna draw a bath and. You know, uh, George is the dad, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's uh, kind of like... What are you what, doing? What are you doing? Okay. And so he's kind of tossing and turning while she's drawing the bath, and um, <coughs> she begins to pleasure herself. <laughs> yeah, yes. there's some uh, angelic music. Angelic as, music. As she finds her clitoris. Colors yeah. start popping. Yeah, and the wallpaper. And then when she climaxes... The front tree in their yard bursts, bursts into, flames. into flames. A Promethean orgasm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Tree of life. And, like and I think Bud's, okay. in the, Bud's in the living room, right? Bud's the in the living room bush. and sees it, and he's like, oh, Whoa. shit. Yeah. So he runs. Fire. He, fire. Fire. He runs to the fire station. He's like, fire. And they're just sitting there playing cards. He's like, fire. Fire. And they're just looking at him. He goes, 
cat? And they all go, oh, and they start uh, running. Scramble. So it's like you were saying about how he's trying to maintain the routine so much that he inadvertently does things. And so this, I think, was his inadvertently causing the firemen to awaken yeah, because to their purpose. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it, yeah. earlier on uh, when Bud and Mary Sue were talking, she even pulls out a lighter and she's like, nothing burns in this town. Like she's trying to catch right. like, a napkin on fire. Like there's no yeah. fires. That's when I was like, what are the physics here? Yeah. What's going on? Uh, the, firemen, the firemen though. don't know how to put out the fire, so Bud does it, like shows right. them how to do it, and then it cuts to a scene of Bud getting like the citizenship award from the yeah. city council. Yeah. And Great news, guys. We saved the community. Yeah. How did you know how to handle the fire? Like, yeah. You know? uh, I actually have a clip of that coming up here. Oh, Is this nice. where we meet old Wendy? It's like the next scene. Uh, the girl runs up with some cookies. Yeah, and hands it to him, and uh, he, yeah, shit. So, Wendy, if you remember the movie... Uh, Sandlot. Sandlot. Wendy Peppercorn, uh, the, that actress is in this. Yeah. And uh, her name is Marley Shelton. Marley Shelton. The actress. She played yeah. Wendy Peppercorn. Uh, and she's had quite a career, too. She also appeared in that movie Warriors of Virtue, which I think we need to throw in our bucket <coughs> because we, I've been talking about that since like day one. Uh, she was also in Never Been Kissed, Bubble Boy, Sin City, Death Proof, and Planet Terror. She was that doctor. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, she was also in The Eleventh Hour, that series with Rufus Sewell. It wasn't Toby McGuire and Bubble Boy? No, that was uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Ah, oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Right. Um, His evil twin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was in also in Scream 4, Mad Men, and that Rampage movie with The Rock. And she was in the series Eleventh Hour with Rufus Sewell. And I remember thinking at the beginning of this movie, um, uh, when Mary Sue asks, what's, what's outside of Pleasantville? Made me think of Rufus Sewell in Dark City. Yeah, what's, searching for Shell Beach. Where's Shell oh, Beach? Yeah, yeah. Uh, she almost actually got the part for Annabelle Shot in The West Wing, which ended up going to Kristen Chenoweth. Yeah, she did a great job in that role, though. Which one? Kristen Chenoweth. Oh yeah, Killed and that I'm role. getting ready to start West Wing for my first time. So oh, that's nice. gonna be fun. Yeah, that's a good oh, it's great. Coaster. It's on Netflix, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, and then as you pointed out, he goes in back into the malt shop, and all those kids are waiting for him. Well, there's also a pretty uh, important thing when she brings him the cookies. Oh, he's yeah. even like, "Oh, these cookies aren't that's for me. These are supposed to be for Whitey. Whitey, yeah, he's yeah. Whitey. They're supposed <laughs> to give these to Whitey. <laughs> Perfect. Name. And she's like, "No," and just keeps pushing the cookies at him. Like, take, take, <laughs> take my, my cookies. cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Want milk oh, with that? Yeah, cookies. and she's like giving him like you know the the, the fuck vibes. me eyes. Yeah. yeah, I didn't really think about the on the nose naming of Whitey yeah. and what his character becomes later. Yep. Wow. Yeah, his character shifts. Yeah, there's pretty, subtle uh, like right. You don't see it at first until, yeah. but it comes out later on. What's you know, what people's true colors? Yeah, exactly. Pun intended. As yeah, well. no, totally. Yeah, uh, yeah and when Bud goes into the uh, the soda shop, everybody's there. Like people right. that are that are colored. Some people that aren't like in full color. Right. And they're all looking at him. And uh, here's a little clip of that because Mary Sue goes like, oh, they have some questions for I'm you. Really glad you got this clip. And uh, here are the questions. You wanted to ask me something? How'd you know about the fire? What? How'd you know how to put it out and all? Oh. Well, where I used to live, that's just what firemen did. And where's that? Um, 
outside of Pleasantville. What's outside of Pleasantville? It doesn't matter. It's not important. What's outside of Pleasantville? some places that the road doesn't go in a circle. There's some places where the road keeps going. Keeps going? Yeah, yeah, it just keeps going. It all keeps going. Roads and rivers and... Like the mighty Mississippi? What? I thought the books were blank. They were. Okay, this was not my fault. When they asked me what it was about, I didn't remember because I read it like back in 10th grade. But when I told them what I did remember, that's when the pages filled in. The pages filled in? Mm -hmm. But only up until the part with the raft, because that's as far as I read. Do you know how it ends? Yeah, I do. So how does it end? Well, um, okay. Let's see, they were running away, Hawkins. So there was a little part that we didn't touch on. Uh, at the beginning, uh, Mary Sue goes into the library and Bud's like, why the hell were you in a library? She's like, all the books right. are blank. Yeah. You know, there's nothing in the books. <clears throat> so I guess it's their imagination that uh, kind of fills in all the blank spots that are otherwise, you know, not known in this world. And so are they imbued with that same godlike power that, everything that they know from the real world will manifest in this world. And the way that, that I saw their roles was very Adam and Eve. Like yeah. totally, they're coming totally. to consciousness in this world and then they're bringing everyone else along with them. Like, because when we go to lover's lane, it's this lush garden, right? Ah, full, right. Full like there's so stuff. much. Yeah. There's a lot of yeah, and illusions it's, it, in it. It's yeah. that. And it's also like the fifties and then like towards the end of the fifties, we started getting like, not the, like the, not the free love movement, but it started going that way where things, music started changing. People getting started changing. Bohemian. Yeah. Cause it, cause even, yeah. I think even during that montage, they show like the, the queen size bed in the window and everyone's like, yes, Ooh, what the hell? Bed, there's one yeah. bed. Oh, cause at first I was like, I'm looking at the scene and from a modern perspective, it just looks like a bed and a TV stand, and mm -hmm. it takes you a second to realize, oh, pretty loaded for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's one sleep day. together. <laughs> <laughs> What'll happen next? One really, I think, amazing detail about this scene, and I noticed it as soon. As, I, I, I must admit, I had never seen this movie fully before, you know, yesterday. Mm -hmm. So immediately I recognize this song. Uh, when he walks into the malt shop, there's this uh, jazz song playing. And I, mm. it's one of my favorite jazz instrumentals. It's from this like double album of like classics that I used to have. And it's from, uh, it's a song, Take Five, from Dave Brubeck. And uh, nearly all jazz is written in 4-4. Mm -hmm. um, but the album Time Out, from which this comes, is solely non-4-4 time signatures. 
uh, with this song being a 5-4. Oh. So like the movie, the song is also inviting new possibilities. Right on. Yeah. That's great. It's also an anachronism, as well as the song that comes on after, because both were released in 1959, and this movie yeah, was the, the, the song that plays at the end is one of my favorites because it's actually my name. It's Joshua by Miles Davis, which yeah. is uh, one of my favorite songs by him. And I'm getting a lot of Truman Show vibes out of it at this point as well. Mm -hmm. you know? yeah. yeah, starting to question your reality. Because <laughs> the two kids bring up a couple books. Um, one is The Adventures of Huckleberry I didn't, What was the second one? I couldn't hear what they were saying. The Catcher in the Rye. Oh, was it Catcher in okay, the Rye? Okay. he mentions Holden Coffin. And that comes yeah. back at the end, too. It does. Yeah, it does, yeah. Images. Uh, um, the next scene, the mayor goes to see George, the dad. And he's like, uh -huh. all this stuff is crazy. You see the big bed in the window. Things are changing. Things shouldn't change. We'd like you to be on the the city council, you know? And William yeah. H. Macy playing George is, oh, my God, the pen is just like yours. Yeah, it's just like mine, you know? Wow. Wowzers. So, you know, being part of the city council, be part of the big group. Like uniforms and fascists. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and during the time, he's like, he's, uh, the mayor's like, I'd like to have one of those pineapple slushies or turnover cakes or he, she wants something and so george is like betty 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 come in and bud's like oh i'll she doesn't answer which is weird so bud goes to check on her and the uh, betty the mom is in full color yeah after her awakening and and i think at least her face is yeah 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 and she's not happy she's crying yeah she's crying so bud puts he's like do you have any makeup <laughs> she's like yes so he kind of paints her face so mm. that you know she could be hidden you know what's cool about how they've made this scene was um they <coughs> didn't have they didn't just like desaturate like the color on her face they actually used uh, green paint to cover it to, like a oh, green nice. technique to do that i was wondering how they did it yeah, yeah that's the coolest thing about this movie is just the the scoping and everything that they do to mm -hmm. Do the yeah. saturations and stuff. It's, it's unbelievable. It's really I like how it all film. has that same like film grain to it as well. Yeah, you know, it makes it look like it's from out of the fifties or sixties. I was wondering if they did some green screen work, like you know, when they're talking and there's people in the background. Maybe they just. Uh, I'd like to. I would like to see a making of. I for think this. if uh, I, I have something written down here that uh, pertains to that, I think they filmed it all on film and then digitally scanned it gotcha. uh, to allow them to go back in and manipulate and the manipulate colors. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bud puts the makeup on the mom, and then Bud also goes to the library and brings a art book to Bill. Yeah. Um, so it's got art from Picasso to Van Gogh, Van Gogh yeah, to yeah. Monet. I have a yeah. list. Uh, did you get the oh, list of what he cool. shows? It well, it was on um, SlideShare, um, uh, which is now linked LinkedIn pardon. apparently. But there's Expulsion from the Garden of Eden. Mm -hmm. Oh, hey. Uh, there's Titans, Venus of Urbino, Turner. Rain, steam, and speed. Picasso's weeping woman, the woman where she, oh, she's yeah, like, so it's it's she recognizes that it's and he, crying. Does that, and he yeah. didn't. She's like, no, it's yeah, not. Later on. Yeah. No, she's not. He's like, look how she's resting. Yeah. She's Rembrandt, like, no, she's crying. Uh, exactly, yeah, yeah. Rembrandt's self-portrait. Monet's water lilies. Uh, Cezanne's still life with oranges. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing all of these names right because I didn't go to art school. Van Gogh's Starry Night is one of our favorites. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That one's easily yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. I like and anything I, Van Gogh. I guess I didn't realize and these either. were all chosen for, like the director had his hands in each piece and why it was being shown, kind of thing too. Totally, yeah. yeah, yeah. The way you pointed out, especially the expulsion from the Garden of Eden, ties yeah. right into that idea. That's you have the first about them one. Being, yeah. yeah, they're right naked. The, it dealt with. I think oh, yeah. The, yeah, there was a whole lot of, you know, huh. messaging going on in those pieces too. So, Good stuff. Which is super cool. A after Bud brings the bill, the art book, he decides to go ask 
Wendy Peppercorn out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she says, yes. He gets all excited. He's hopping over fences, high-fiving people. Like, hey, Mr. Yeah, Johnson. Like, yeah. And this is when uh, I think the repairman yeah, shows I, up. Yeah, I, I didn't get that clip because it's really short. So I was like, there's no need. Yeah, and he, that's where you, Jason, had pointed out that uh, the he, he was concerned about the changes and he said look what you did here look no that's not yet that's, that's, that's later oh, that's later. Excuse me. Oh, yeah, that's right. later yeah that's later i got i had that clip yeah he's like he's talking about he's starting to reconsider sending them back yeah he's like i'm thinking he's like no not like, yet no, i'll stick around a while yeah i'm gonna stick around for you. he's like <laughs> yeah, wait no and he, and he just the turns TV the tv off, off and, yeah because he's so excited about getting a date with i think her name was margaret margaret yeah. yeah yeah uh bud goes on the date to uh to lover's lane and w w this is a great that's scene a it's a beautiful scene because they're driving like the buick his dad's buick oh and color changes all the way yeah and yeah. like you see it's in black and white and then we start getting like the the like the the petals from the yeah. leaves that are in pink it's like cherry blossoms cherry blossoms yeah. yeah and then as he drives into lover's lane like everything goes in a full-blown color you see yeah. uh, some people are still in black and white people are relaxing it's very saturday in the park with george like just yeah. people reading the, poetry it's a renaissance yeah. it's you notice yeah. that all the ones that are in color are doing the reading to to the people, people in black, black and, white. and white yeah and i was like oh suddenly these kids are all super bohemian <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 love this is this is where betty goes to bills okay yeah. it goes to bills and uh sees yeah. and sees the window because he does a window painting uh, yeah, in, in the the mall, in the shop, oh, yeah. and so she goes in, and he's painting a still life, and he's like, "Oh, it's supposed to look like this." And this is where he shows her the Weeping Woman by Picasso. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh no, she oh she's laying down." It's like, "No, she's crying." And then Betty cries, and she kind of wipes her face with her glove, yeah. and shows that she's in color. Yeah, mm -hmm. reveals her true colors. <clears throat> there was and what's cool. Colors. Yeah, Just like this I was <laughs> thinking about that. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that, that the painter was removing the cut like removing the paint in a way to reveal what was underneath whereas normally the painter oh, is yeah. applying yeah. paint to create the beauty he's like he uncovering it. the beauty underneath yeah what, which there, I thought was, there cool. was even a small scene before that where um david is talking to jennifer and she's reading a book by dh lawrence Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and like, his works were considered pretty highly controversial at the sexy. time. Yeah, he's yeah. like it's sexy. He's like, yes, it is. Yes, because though they confronted issues of like emotional health, vitality, spontaneity, sexuality, and instinct, and those are all the things that she brought to the town. And right. now she's like, kind of realizing, yeah, she shook things up, but she hasn't changed color yet. So maybe her more intellectual pursuits are calling her, and that's what's really going to break her out of isn't the it shell just, it's that like, she gave her. Yeah, yeah. During of, this time, she starts questioning, like, why haven't we changed? Right. Yeah. Why? Like, we're the ones with all of the knowledge, apparently. Why are we the ones still <laughs> yeah, black yeah. and white? Because they technically haven't changed they haven't thought changed. process. They yet. haven't. Yeah, Mary, Mary yeah, Sue is, is studying. Uh, Bud's in the park with Lisa. They're having a great time. Mm -hmm. uh, fucking Skip shows up throwing rocks. He wants a little more poontang. And Mary Sue opens the window, <laughs> and he, and she basically tells him to go fuck off. Yeah, she's like I'm yeah, studying. Like, yeah, and that's I wrote down. She blows off Skip uh, to study. To study. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> which yeah, is yeah. which is something very different for her. She um, puts the glasses on. Yeah, she puts yeah. the glasses on, and that's turns when the, into hot Reese with her spoon. <laughs> that's that's when the colors start changing. Yo, I she feel puts, like she gets hotter with age, though. She's yeah, always yeah, looks she's great. beautiful. Yeah. yeah, when she puts on the glasses, that's when the colors start to change. You can start seeing like the the wallpaper starting to change a little bit. Yeah, right. And yep. uh, so she's starting to change, and then it starts to rain. And a couple people posted this on the uh, the Facebook 
page uh-huh. when I was when I posted this. The honey, I'm home. Yeah, uh, which is honey, a gr- I'm home. which is a great scene with William H Macy. It's, it's yeah. storming. Where's my it's, dinner. Yeah, it starts thundering and storming out, and he comes home. Honey, I'm home. The lights are off. No one's there. He keeps saying, "Honey, I'm home." Where's my dinner? And he's looking. He's opening the oven, looking, checking. Yeah, he keeps checking for food. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, and as he's looking, he can't figure out what the hell's going on. And then it, it shows Bill um, painting uh, Betty. And she's wearing full clothes while he's painting her. And then when she gets up to walk away, she turns around and sees that he kind of had painted her from, like, the upper chest up with no clothes. And right. she's like, ooh, ooh that's man. nice. And in full color. Yeah, where's my dinner? Color. Honey, I'm home. Yeah. I have this great clip. This is <laughs> this is where he goes to the bowling alley? he goes to the bowling alley. This Excellent. Is a, so uh, William H. Macy, George, he leaves, and he, he goes to the bowling alley where all the all the guys go. You know, everyone strikes a... 300 type of stuff yeah i think right. when they see the scoreboard everybody is at a score of 230 or higher yeah like they always pick up the spares <laughs> like there's like people doing seven three seven yeah. 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 like right away yeah, yeah. and here's a little clip. this is a fun clip here we go what is that number four George? What happened? Are you all right? What is it? Rain. Real rain? Are you all right? I came home like I always do. And I went in the front door. And I took off my coat. And I put down my briefcase. And I said, honey, I'm home. Only there was no one there. No wife. No lights. No dinner. No dinner? I went to the oven, you know. I thought maybe she had made me one of those TV dinners. Yeah, sure. She hadn't. She was gone. I looked and looked and looked. She was gone. It's going to be fine, George. You're with us now. What are we going to do, Bob? Well, we're safe for now. Thank goodness we're in a bowling alley. But if George here doesn't get his dinner, any one of us could be next. It could be you, Gus. Or you, Roy. Or even you, Ralph. That is real rain out there, gentlemen. This isn't some little virus that'll clear up on its own. Something is happening to our town. And I think we can all see where it's coming from. Roy, why don't you show them what you showed me before? Bob. It's okay, Roy. Come on up here. I know, Roy. (gasps) Thanks. He asked her what she was doing. 
She said nothing. She was just thinking. My friends, this isn't about George's dinner. It's not about Roy's shirt. It's a question of values. It's a question of whether we want to hold on to those values that made this place great. So, a time has come to make a decision. Are we in this thing alone, or are we in it together? Together. 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 So just to touch on that scene, uh, yeah. when he talks about the shirt, uh, there's a couple of things that I really liked about this. When uh, when the mayor's giving the big speech, it has a very General S. Patton yeah. scene where he's talking and behind him is the giant bowling sco- scoreboard, almost like Patton with the big American flag. Right. Uh, when he says the shirt, uh, he has a big iron burn, like the you know the yeah. wife just left the iron on the oh, shirt. The whole group of men react. Oh, yeah. the horror! In horror! Uh, before and this, they, they use yeah. a lot of Dutch angles in this too, which is a, a common technique whenever you want to depict someone as being tilted or upset or discontent. Yeah. Um, and clearly, this is like an allegory for change or people's resistance to change, or about free thought. And the traditional values, as he says. Mm-hmm. Yeah, women they, thinking, a yeah. bunch of men saying <laughs> women are thinking. Yeah, they, they start chanting together. And next month they're going to be in Charlottesville with tiki torches. Right, <laughs> right. I was thinking, I wrote down, like, beware politicians talking about values. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. The city council. Yeah. The, uh, but also, I, I don't know if it's after this or before this. I think it's, I think it's after this. Um, so Bill and the mom kiss. Betty and Bill, they kiss during the storm. Scandalous. There is, uh, when it starts raining, it's raining at Lover's Lane. No one knows what the hell's going on. So, you know, Bud's like, oh, it's just rain. It's just rain, no big deal. And it's kind of, I've seen this clip before, and it always reminds me of uh, Shawshank Redemption when he gets out of the, and he's, Holds his arms, arms raised, up and yeah. the, the rain's coming yeah. down. Like, I've seen them use this clip and, like, little I've things. I've heard that that was in, like, a total, by total accident. Oh, really? That little homage to oh, nice. Shawshank. I guess retroactively it can be, but uh, the Gear, or Gary Ross said that it wasn't intentional. It wasn't but, intentional. Yeah, but it's, he it's it totally it. is. The, yeah, the lightning completely. strike. Yeah. Washing the, the <clears throat> stuff away. So Jennifer wakes up the next morning. She's fully in color. Yeah, she's fully in color. Uh, there's a gigantic rainbow over town. Uh-huh. That's another scene where uh, there's a, a... The gays are coming! A flower <laughs> a flower with dew on it is is associated with that rainbow. Is it? Yeah. And there's a flyer uh, put up on a post that says, uh, what does it say? Uh, a town hall meeting for all true citizens, which is straight up like dog whistle kind of language. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Betty Parker is now colored. Yep. So she's yes. not welcome at the meeting. Uh, yeah, and so is Margaret, right? She's in color too. Uh, <clears throat> right, but Bud, she's Bud's, talking to her husband. That's when she decides. Oh, to I was leave talking him. about Margaret, uh, Bill's, uh, Bud's girlfriend right yeah. now. She's in color, yeah. but Bud's still not Bud's in color. Still black and Bud's white, still yeah. black and white. Yeah. Oh, is this where uh, the dudes come up and they kind of harass them? What? Are, sorry, just it's. Co- I have a clip of that. Okay. Jumping back for a quick second, when they were in the bowling alley, and the mayor says, "This is real rain," and then the lightning strikes. Like they they known about this stuff. Yeah, there's there's a cabal 
that knows sure. what the real world yeah. is like. Yeah. And Keeping they have it. been actively working to keep this place. Because he even says virus, the- so they know that there are bad things. Yeah, in a town that never gets sick. Right. It never rains, right? Yeah, and uh, yeah, Betty goes to back home, talks to George, and pretty much just leaves George. Like, right. I made you some food, preheat yeah. the oven Here's to this, some, some lunch yeah, bags. For you. George is just, you know... Dead. And then, yeah, we, we see the town, and the town says no coloreds. There's signs in the, <clears throat> right. the good stores and stuff like that. Um, and not a black actor to be seen in this movie anyway. No. <laughs> and during this, uh, Bud's walking down the street, and there's a big hubbubaloo over by Bill's. And where his other mural was, there's now a, a new mural mm. of a naked Betty. Boobies yeah. and everything. And the first person to see it, of course, is the paper boy. Yeah, he wakes up. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> and he's staring at it too. Yeah, he's he's taking some spank bank photos at that thing. Yeah. Um, and I have a little clip of so Bud sees it, and then he kind of runs down the street, and the uh, the TV repairman guy oh, yeah. shows back up, and here's a little clip of that. And th- this is the scene with the oh, apple. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, here it is. What the hell do you think you're doing? Get in here. Now. You think this is a toy? You think it's your own little goddamn coloring book? Look, it just sort of happened. A deluge doesn't just happen. Bolts of lightning don't just happen. I didn't do anything wrong. Oh, no? Let me show you something. Go on, try it. Boom! Right there! What do you call that, huh? You know, you don't deserve this place. You don't deserve to live in this paradise. Where's the remote control I gave you? Why? Because you're coming home, you little twerp. And I'm going to put this place back the way it was. I can't let you do that. What? I'm sorry. I'm not going to let you do that. Just give me the damn remote. I'm going to go now. You're not going anywhere. You're going to get that remote, and you're going to come home, and we're going to make everybody happy again. Hey. Where are you going in such a hurry? No, that's not real friendly. <laughs> hey, let's see. She looks like a picture. She's real pretty. Yeah, you want to be friendly, don't you? <laughs> yeah, come on. Why don't you show us what's under that nice blue dress? Yeah, come on. Hey, where are you going? There's nowhere to go over there. <laughs> you know, that is a lovely shade of blue. Now, don't you think that's a lovely shade of blue? So in that scene, uh, the whitey and his uh, yeah. gang of black and whites uh, decide to uh, chase down Betty because she's in right. full color, right. and they're pretty much going to try to rape her. And Bud shows uh, up, and well, I don't think they would have known what to, to do. But but I just the, thought that they were like it's uh, making it, they're going to beat her up or something. Hostile. Yeah, very hostile. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Bud punches Whitey as hard as he can. Well, he biffs him. Yeah, yeah. and right he, and, and yeah. I thought it was interesting because uh, Whitey has blood that's that's blood red. Yep. And it's like you know it's it's kind it's, it's kind of <laughs> like a that tomato. Well, it's it's almost <laughs> it's almost like the the Shylock Shakespearean thing. Like don't we don't we all bleed? You know, if you prick me, do we not bleed? Stuff like that. So it's like you know we're all the same on the inside type of deal. Yeah, and of course we get that whole God vibe from uh, the TV yeah. repair man, which uh, he's he biting. He says, "The he circles the apple and he's like, you want to know where you messed up? Yeah. Right there. He does. You took a bite of the apple. Well, he does a John Madden. He's yeah, like, yeah, bam! Yeah. I was yeah. gonna say that John, <laughs> John Madden. Madden. Yeah. Bam! Boom! Yeah. Right there. 
Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And he literally <laughs> says, you don't deserve to live in this paradise, like God punishing Adam yeah. and Eve in the Garden of Eden. Right. But of course, David here rejects God and his traditional values. And he goes out and his color comes back because he discovers that his change is is empathy for other people and not yeah. just being... And he, well, he stood up for himself. He, did, he didn't hide in the too, background. Yeah. You know, right. he's changed for the better. Right. Um, the... I, I say the colors, the, the people in color, they meet up at Bill's um, because the, there's a city council meeting and, and I'm, I'm kind of jumping into another clip. We have some clips that are kind of going back to back here um, where the city council has voted on codes of conduct. And now they're like burning books and shit. Too. Yeah, they're they burning. Like yeah, yeah. The, no, the mob smashes the window yeah. of the soda shop. They're burning the books. It's it's uh, Fahrenheit 451, exactly. Crystal Knocked and fascism. Right. It's, Mary yeah. Sue saves her book. Yeah, she tried. Well, yeah, because she kicks Cause Skip, uh, Skip tries to take it, and yeah. he, Skip wants to take she it. ball checks him hard. And you know hard. what's interesting too? All the books that are mentioned by name in this were all widely banned at one point. Yeah, right. so that that's got to be for a yeah. reason, right? The forbidden knowledge. And here's a little clip of the city council that we can all agree to live by. Now I asked George and Ralph here to sketch out a few ideas, and I think they've done a terrific job. Now, if we can all agree to these, we can take a vote, and I think we can start off in the right direction. One, all public disruption and acts of vandalism are to cease immediately. Two, all citizens of Pleasantville are to treat each other in a courteous and pleasant manner. Courteous and pleasant manner? Well, that's not too bad. Three. The area commonly known as Lover's Lane, as well as the Pleasantville Public Library, shall be closed until further notice. Four, the only permissible recorded music shall be the following. Johnny Mathis, Perry Como, Jack Jones, the marches of John Philip Sousa, or the Star Spangled Banner. In no event shall any music be tolerated that is not of a temperate or pleasant nature. Five, there shall be no public sale of umbrellas or preparation for inclement weather of any kind. Six, no bed frame or mattress may be sold measuring more than 38 inches wide. Seven, the only permissible pink colors shall be black, white, or gray despite the recent availability of certain alternatives. Eight, all elementary and high school curriculum shall teach the non-changist view of history, emphasizing continuity over alteration. Wow. Hey, this thing still works. Turn that off! You're not allowed to do that now! Sure you are. So, yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I, I do want to say, uh, I forgot to mention this earlier. Um, uh, Margaret, Bud's girlfriend, uh, he gets her a, an umbrella from the school play. Right. And then later on, during the destruction of stuff, she's running down the street. The umbrella's busted. Her clothes are ripped. And Bud's, Bud's like, oh, my God, are you okay? Come with me. And that's when they go to Bill's to seek comfort, <coughs> which the soda shop has been pretty much demolished. Demolished. Right. And it's sort of turned into their refuge. Yeah, they're all uh, sleeping there. And yeah. 
And he mentions uh, music of a temperate nature, and it made me think of like the whole temperance movement. You know, with uh, you ever heard of Sylvester Graham? Mm -hmm. He was a Presbyterian um, minister and dietary reformer, known for his emphasis on vegetarianism uh, and eating whole grain bread. Uh, his pre his preaching inspired the Graham flour, Graham bread, and Graham cracker products. <laughs> oh, and dang! Graham crackers were originally developed as a way to deter young men from masturbating. Eat a cracker. So, yeah, eat a cracker and keep a wrinkle in it. <laughs> <laughs> so, during... Lord. D after they talk about the exactly. council codes. Oh, and uh, the girl that's like, you know, oh, that's not that bad. You can't play that music, that stuff. That's uh, Maggie Lawson. You would remember her from uh, Psych. Oh, yeah. She's the uh, police detective in Psych, the, the female. Yeah. Um, boop -a -da boo what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, Bill and Damn. Bud are kind of sitting by the window, and they have right. an idea. Mm -hmm. So, flash forward to the morning... Uh, Bill and Bud are kind of sleeping outside next to the police station, and they have painted a gigantic mural on the side of the police on station. the side of the police station that is kind of showing the events of the town, like people changing into colors, books being burned. It right. shows Catcher in the Rye like flying away flying like away, an angel. Yeah. The Bible is on fire. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a cool cool mural, which I think is kind of interesting because the mayor, he sort of is a strange character when you think about it, because in some mm -hmm. regards, he's God's counterparties god's right-hand man inside of pleasantville mm -hmm. yet inside of pleasantville he's kind of like satan he's kind of like the devil yeah like the luciferian and this very luciferian type yeah. of vibe that you get from him i, I feel like i feel like he's kind of he's like the church almost like you can't change right. like it's this or nothing like See, that's why yeah. i like the satanic and the demonic aspect <laughs> <laughs> i also kind of get because he's called big bob and the emphasis on big mm. being part of his name and David is his adversary, so it could be like a David, David and Goliath. David versus Goliath. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, yeah. in some ways. Um, so Bud is in, or David is in jail. Yeah, they, well, they both get arrested for the mural. Yeah. And I like the newspaper th that he's reading. Bud's yeah. reading a newspaper, and it says, uh, Pleasantville's very first, very first trial. trial ever. Oh, yeah. So his dad visits him, yeah. and, he's, and he brings him food. But he's also it's just, hungry. It's cocktail all right? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. doesn't know how to cook. Yeah, I like that. He's like, yeah, the neighbor was cooking a meatloaf. I almost crawled through the window. <laughs> <laughs> someone told me, uh, speaking of meatloaf, someone told me, I think it was my roommate was talking about ketchup's original intention. You know, it's always on meatloaf. It made me think yeah. about ketchup. Ketchup's original it was a medicine. Invention. Was it a medicine? Yeah. Or is that just from a, a cell phone commercial I just saw? No, no, that's really from a medicine. I used it as a trivia she question. She said it was made uh, as a way to, like, mask the taste of rancid meat before, like, preserving methods were oh. perfected. I've never know. heard that. I haven't, I haven't heard that either, yeah. but I don't know yeah. the, the truth behind that, but yeah. I'll buy it. Wow. Yeah, Bud, Bud and George, the dad, they kind of had a little heart-to-heart kind of thing because you could tell that george is sad you know he just he doesn't really understand why he's yeah. he's just like she's not around he doesn't understand why he's, he's like upset. a jerry smith yeah he doesn't understand change and, and we go to the very first court and uh i have a clip of this it's a bit of a long clip because this is okay. pretty much the the climax of the film right, yeah um so a lot of stuff are told and we're going to listen to that and we can kind of break it down bud parker william johnson you are charged with the desecration of a public building and with the intentional use of prohibited paint colors in violation of the Pleasantville Code of Conduct and laws of common decency. Do you admit that on the night of May 1st, you did willfully and consciously apply the following forbidden paint colors to the north wall of the Pleasantville Police Station? Red, pink, vermilion, puce, chartreuse, umber, blue, aqua, oxblood, 
green, peach, crimson, yellow, olive, and magenta. Yeah, I do. Where's our lawyer? Oh, I think we want to keep these proceedings as pleasant as possible. I don't think a lawyer will be necessary. Do you further admit that this unnatural depiction occurred in full public view, where it was accessible to and in plain sight of minor children? It was accessible to everyone. Let the record show that the defendants have answered in the affirmative to all charges. Do you have anything to say in your defense? Yeah, I Bill? do. I didn't mean to hurt anybody. Maybe if I painted something different, or maybe I could use less colors or something, or, you know, certain colors, or maybe I, I could, you could pick out the colors beforehand and uh, then they wouldn't bother anybody. I've got something to say. Very well. You don't have a right to do this. I mean, I know you want it to stay pleasant around here, but there are so many things that are so much better, like silly or sexy or dangerous or brief. And every one of those things is in you all the time if you just have the guts to look for them. That's enough. I thought I was allowed to defend myself. You're not allowed to lie. I'm not lying. You see those faces up there? They're no different than you are. They just happen to see something inside themselves. I said that's enough. Here, I'll show you. Dad? Yeah, but... It's okay, Dad. Just listen for a sec. I know you miss her. I mean, you told me you did. But maybe it's not just the cooking or the cleaning that you miss. Maybe it's something else. Maybe you can't even describe it. Maybe you only know it when it's gone. Maybe it's like there's a whole piece of you that's missing too. Doesn't she look pretty like that? Doesn't she look just as beautiful as the first time you met her? Do you really want her back the way she was? Doesn't she look wonderful? out of order. Why am I out of order? Because I'm not going to let you turn this courtroom into a circus. Well, I don't think it's a circus, and I don't think they do either. This behavior must stop at once. But see, 
That's just the point. It can't stop at once because it's in you and you can't stop something that's inside you. It is not inside me. Oh, sure it is. No, it is not. What do you want to do to me right now? Come on. Everyone is turning colors. Kids are making out in the street. No one is getting their dinner. Hell, you could have a flood any minute. Pretty soon, the women could be going off to work while the men stayed at home and cooked. That is not going to happen. But it could happen. No, it could not. Bud. It's like a courtroom scene, very similar to like To Kill a Mockingbird. Very. Yeah. And, uh, we, were, we were talking about it when, we're just, when yeah. I picked you up, and I was like, it's kind of funny because he's, you got Bill wearing like that white suit, which is very, uh, very kind of classic lawyer esque. Um, but funny enough, Jan- Jeff Daniels actually played Atticus Finch on Broadway, like oh, not nice. even eight months ago, before the pandemic happened. Oh, he was right. doing it. And you can see the, all the black and white characters are on the bottom, all the colored, colored people are, the are on the mezzanine. Yep. Um, and that guy runs in and he's like, you know, come look at this. And they go outside yeah. and the whole town is colorful. The televisions are showing like uh, the, they're Sphinx showing the, the Sphinx, and, uh, yeah. Paris. Like, glorious Technicolor. The world is now available to everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, kisses Margaret. Uh, he forces the, his dad and Big Bob to show their true colors. Yep. Yes. Yeah, they the both. True yeah. colors. <laughs> burn. Yeah. Gonna get sued for doing that. Nah, nah, that's, that's royalty free. Uh, yeah. Jennifer or uh, Mary Sue uh, decides that she's not going to go home. She's going to stay yeah, because wild. she's got accepted to college, and she's like, you know, I won't be able. Is to... there a college outside of that little bubble world? I guess so because no. when the bus pulls up, it says no. it says Springfield. Springfield. It says Springfield, so the world is now accessible. So she goes off to college. Uh, Bud's going to go home. Bud yeah. decides mm-hmm. to go home. It's a somber day. Uh, Margaret shows up. With a fucking lunch bag that's got like like a bunch of shit. It's like in a it. TARDIS. Like it's bigger on yeah, the inside. Yeah. Like it's, it's like chicken. There's yeah, a meatloaf bag. sandwich, rice krispie squares, a boiled egg, and some fried, fried chicken. chicken. All yeah. of that is in that little in that little bag. And then his yeah. mom Betty comes in, or Betty comes in and kind of gives him a Letterman's jacket. It's like wear this on your trip. Don't forget about a summer right. day. And you he can always go back. I imagine. Yeah, he said you know come back and visit type of thing. So he zaps himself back. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he when he comes home, he realizes that his mother is home and she's right. crying. Um, she's having her own existential yeah, crisis. Yeah. I have a clip of that. We could play it. We don't have to if we don't want to. Um, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm just gonna play this because I'm gonna talk about like Bud's transformation. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. From well, the whole and thing. right before this, yeah. Don Knotts, before David goes, he drives. He drives off. away. Yeah, yeah, he kind of oh, yeah, he kind of yeah, yeah. kind of smiles go, a little yeah. bit and just drives oh, away. Drives away. It was yeah. all part of my plan. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy. So th- this is kind of the end of the movie, and we we, we also get some scenes. Uh, well, I'll talk about it. In a minute. What's wrong? <sighs> I don't know. Everything's just so fucked up. I got halfway down there and I thought, what am I doing? He's nine years younger than I am. 
Doesn't make me feel younger, it makes me feel older. When your father was here, I used to think this was it. This is the way it was always gonna be. I had the right house, I had the right car. I had the right life. There is no right house, there is no right car. God, my face must be a mess. Looks great. Honey, it's really sweet of you, but I'm sure it does not look great. Sure it does. Come here. I'm 40 years old. I mean, it's not supposed to be like this. It's not supposed to be anything. Hold still. How'd you get so smart all of a sudden? I had a good day. So I like this scene when, when Bud comes home because this it's really the transformation of Bud because earlier in the movie when his mom is arguing with somebody on the phone, right. Bud turns up the television to hear Pleasantville. He doesn't right. he's wanting to be distracted from his life. He wants to be sucked into that fifties perfect yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. And so he realizes that nothing's perfect. And when his mom is crying at the end, he kind of wipes the, the mascara the off, kind of like what he was helping Betty with Betty early, early on. Yeah. So he realizes that there is no such thing as a Pleasantville. There really yeah. isn't. You just right. have to move forward. Right. And then we get that that great across the universe. Uh, did you get who sings that one? Yeah, it's Fiona Apple. Is it Fiona oh, nice. Apple? Oh, nice. With the whole Apple motif. Yeah. yeah. They chose. I didn't know her. she'd sing that. That's a great yeah. version of it. Uh, what's also interesting about that choice of a song, uh, it was written by John Lennon, as we all know, uh, right. who was killed by Mark David Chapman, who was supposedly inspired by the book To Catch Her in the Rye to kill John Lennon. Oh, wow. Ooh. Circles and circles. I guess so. And while that song plays, we see Pleasantville. It's kind of back to normal, but just a little different. It's in color. People are watering their grass. We have Betty and George on the park bench, and they're kind of like, what happens next? They're kind of giggling and laughing like everything's fine, even though she fucking left them. Right. He's accepted it. And then it goes back to Bill and Betty sitting there. Like, I yeah. think everything's going to work out great. It's a great because she's talking to George. It and goes to her. Like, I don't know. It goes to her. And then she looks back. And, and he's like, Bill. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. It's such a great Yeah, and that's the end of the movie. And it's a good one. It's a fun movie. I, I love this movie. I did yeah. too. Yeah. This is definitely in my cool top stuff. 20. I wanted to say this too, a little final little note about the movie. Uh, uh, this is uh, duck bucket. sort of uh, directly from the pages of Wikipedia. Uh, Pleasantville was the first time a new feature film was shot scanning or by scanning and digitizing recorded footage for the purpose of manipulating the colors. Oh, wow. Uh, it was filmed entirely in color and in all approximately 163,000 frames of 35 millimeter footage was scanned in order to desaturate and adjust contrast digitally. Um, <clears throat> it does cool. come with a bit of sad news. The death of cameraman Brent Hirschman resulted in a wrongful death suit against New Line Cinema claiming the 19-hour workday was at fault for Hirschman falling asleep behind the wheel. Uh, and so the film is dedicated to his memory as well as director Gary Ross's mother, Gail, and J.T. Walsh, who played Big Bob, who, all whom uh, died before the film's release. Yeah, the J.T. Walsh thing was at the very end of the credits, right? I think, <clears throat> I think so, yeah. 
Uh, director Gary Ross states, uh, this movie is about the fact that personal repression gives rise to larger political oppression. That when we're afraid of certain things in ourselves or we're afraid of change, we project those fears onto other things and a lot of very ugly social situations can develop. Uh, Robert Buca writes in his book, Suburbia Nation, Pleasantville is a morality tale concerning the values of contemporary suburban America by holding that social landscape up against both the utopian and dystopian visions of suburbia that emerged in the 1950s. And I did get some, like, fallout vibes from some of the early scenes, you know, with the black and white 1950s mm-hmm. look <clears throat> and that test pattern. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, Robert McDaniel of Film and History described the town as a perfect place but says Pleasantville is a false hope. David's journey tells him only that there is no right life and no model for how things are supposed to be, which is demonstrated in that final scene. Right. Yeah. Very zen. Alan Watts. Yeah. It's all about the... Here's uh, some, some critic responses I'll read out for you. Okay. Um, of course, Roger Deber gave, the star, uh, gave it four stars. Um, out of four, uh, calling it one of the best, most m- the best and most original films of the year. Um, I do like this one of uh, Joe Layden of Variety called it a provocative, complex, and surprisingly anti-nostalgic parable wrapped in a beguiling guise of a commercial high-concept comedy. And I really like it. Ooh. I mean, yeah, that's that's a great great way to be. Um, sum that up. Mm. Yeah, and he also says, uh, he said, you know, he, he commented that some of the story, storytelling prob- problems emerge late in the film, but wrote that Ross is to be commended for refusing to take an easy way out. Um, right on. Definitely high praise for the Ross and what he created. Yeah. It's, a, it's a beautiful film. I give it five ducks. Five ducks. Five ducks. Five ducks. Perfect so, score. Perfect score all yeah. around. Uh, I rented this on Vudu. I think it was like two ninety nine. so... Yeah. I thought I owned it. I, I think got my it on mom, Prime. I think my mom owns it. Yeah, it's on Prime. It's available for rent. Yeah, go check it out. Yeah, uh, we now come to our duck bucket. And because Jay is our guest, we're going to have him uh, reach in and grab the movie. So give it a good shake and see what our next film is going to be. Shake and shake, 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 shake. Okay, that's a little. That's enough. That's enough, yeah. Reach in there, pull one out. Sorry, my, my handwriting is shit, but you've lived with me for a while. Oh, I'm going to need my glasses, aren't they? I'm going to grab this one. I'm going to grab that one. Oh, put the duck back in it. Oh, duck. <laughs> he could die in there. There's not even a stick. To recreate what he's it's, uh, it's Schrodinger's duck. It is alive right. and dead at the same time. <laughs> and the next, Commando Allen. Oh, shit. So we're doing, okay, so Allen from the bar, oh, Allen. Yeah. Um, Allen. What's Allen's last name? I'm not sure. I always forget. Alan, as well. he works at the bar with me. He suggests a movie, and we're going to be doing Commando, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, right on that Commando. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. So, a Excellent. fun... We haven't done, like, a really crazy action movie in a no, while. No, we haven't. So, uh, this is going to be great. thought I was going to kill you last. I lied. I lied. Some, <laughs> so, some steam off Bennett. We'll see you guys uh, in a couple of weeks. We hope you enjoyed this one. And uh, don't forget, if you want us yeah. to put some more stuff in the bucket, make sure you comment on our video on the Facebook page. And, Absolutely. Uh, Thanks Check for having me on. Oh, yeah, thank you, Jason, man. for joining. Thank you. Um, blast. Once again, all of our quackheads out there, you can find us on Facebook at Duck and the Usher, Twitter at Duck and the Usher, Instagram at Duck and the Usher, and we love you. Peace, love. <laughs>